This is the Curious Cousins. Don't give up on passion now. I know we've lost the feeling. Don't give up on passion now. Hi guys and welcome to the very first episode of the Curious Cousins podcast. I'm Andy and this is Pip. Today we're really excited to speak to the founder of Athletic Development Club, celebrity personal trainer, pro fitness model and my protein ambassador, Chris Varnavas. Chris has been working closely with the likes of Bobby Zamora and Rio Ferdinand as well as many young professional footballers and hundreds of clients looking to achieve remarkable health and fitness results. Chris, welcome to the show. Pleasure to have you on. Now, we know you've been super busy the last couple of years creating ADC and developing your own fitness. But let's start with how you started ADC. So, how did you go from thinking, I want to start this company, to actually going ahead and executing with it? Uh, um, First of all, thanks for having me on the show. I appreciate it. And obviously, I know it's your first one and that. So, Yeah, a lot of pressure, but you know. <laughs> but um, yeah, so how did it go from uh, starting ADC? I was I was travelling. Um, so before I went travelling, I done an internship at QPR, and um, I got a strength conditioning and master's degree at the same time. Didn't really know what I wanted to do. I thought that was going to be my job, like strength conditioning at a football club. How did you get the QPR? <clears throat> the internship. Yeah. Um, so basically, I went to Middlesex University. Um, Helped out, done a bit of research with the um, sports science team. Ooh. QPR players were down there, and um, luckily got offered an internship. So I applied. I was right moment, right time. Yeah, because great. of my football background, I got the I got the first team internship as well, which was good. So it's a great like, great start into yeah, yeah, that's it. So I mean, but I mean, I got myself out there. So most people like this, most people say to me, "Are oh, you lucky to have an internship at QPR?" But I'm the one that volunteered to help out the sports yeah. science labs when they were doing their testing and stuff like that. So it's about creating your own opportunities. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. and then I basically worked like, when I was at when I was doing my internship. I worked from maybe like five a.m. to about ten o'clock each day, thinking that that was going to be my job, like SNC coaching at QPR. Yeah. But after a whole year, they said to me, "I oh, know, um, Chris, we're not going to take you on just because they wow. don't have a budget and stuff like that." So I was like, "Okay, fair enough." And after I didn't, I didn't really know what I wanted to do. So. Uh, decided to go travelling, just uh, like a bit of life experience, which I'd recommend to everyone, go travel. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys travelled a bit? I went to Thailand for a month yeah. in 2011. Yeah, yeah. Week, yeah. amazing life experience, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah you um, went to Australia, which Australia, is an amazing place. Yeah, and on Southeast Asia yeah. um, as well. And then during that time, I was reading a lot of books as well. Mm-hmm. What I loved about travelling was the freedom. Um, so I was like, I didn't want to go back and like work for a company or work for like a football club. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wanted to set my own thing up and kind of live life on my own terms. Yeah. Um, and that's then, massive, man. Living, your, living life yeah. like, on your own terms. That's kind exactly, of yeah. So, so during that traveling so, time, gave you time to like... Yeah, exactly. I was reading a lot of books. So like books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, The E-Myth, things like that. And just, it just opened my mind to just the world of business. And like yeah. the goal for me was just like having that freedom. Um, when I was traveling, I was like, I'm loving this freedom. If I go back to working for a company or for someone else, I'm not going to have that freedom. Um, so that's what. So I came back and I was like, you know what, I'm going to set my own company up. Um, my parents were like, no, don't do that. You've got a master's degree. You've got um, you've got experience at a professional football club. Don't don't do that. Go work at go work at a football club. You've got you can you can do it because you've got the experience. Blah blah. blah. It's like a classic like old school mentality. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. And then I said to them, no, I don't want to do that. I want to set up my own company. Yeah. 
and then started off in my garage and um, that's when ADC started. I was like, yeah, I thought, you know, let's give it a go, put all my savings. I didn't say I didn't have that much savings left. I mean, I had like maybe £2,000 left from my travels. I spent a lot travelling, like I was, had a bit of fun, you know, and uh, yeah, spent yeah. a lot travelling. It's not, yeah, sure. it's not, uh, it's not cheap. Mm, yeah. So um, yeah, just, just I thought I just want to go for it and just see what happens. I've got contacts in football, so I thought you know like, I wanted to go down that athletic route where let's see if the players will come to me kind of thing rather than me working at a club. Mm, um, yeah. yeah, so I set up ADC, and yeah, and from then, just for me, it was about results. So ADC is about results. Every client we work with. We get results, and funny enough, you were, you, were, you were one of my first clients oh, in yeah. my garage. Yeah, it was like um, what, just over two years ago now. Yeah, over two and, two and a half years ago now. Yeah, that's what I think so. is amazing because where you're at now compared <clears> to when I first like emailed you. Yeah, yeah. Um, you had like some equipment in your garage. Yeah, exactly. All the equipment I needed. I was, set, I was still setting up at yeah, the time. Still yeah, yeah. Up, so you're like, I don't know how many months you were in. Yeah, yeah. Um, but going from we, that we were doing it. sessions, and there's nothing there. It was like there's no flooring in. We we're doing like, yeah, like hardcore yeah. training, you know, like. In we'll have to post that yeah, on, yeah. Our, on our Instagram yeah, yeah, that before and after pick. Yeah, 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 it was amazing. Like, so we just d- having that. Yeah, we done eight weeks. So you, you had um, was it Australia? You was going to Australia, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, and like you got amazing results. Like, like, yeah, I felt like when Rocky went up, knowing when yeah, yeah. Mountains, you just like <laughs> punching me. <laughs> <laughs> like that. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, eight weeks weren't a lot, a long time, you know. And yeah, then we got we, we got yeah, we got amazing results. So yeah, and that was a start, really, you know. And after that, obviously, I had other clients just just knew about me, and then just picked up from then. And results, when you get results, it, um, yeah. it does a talking for you, really, because results sell it in the day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's what, you should, that's what you should aspire to be when you're a personal trainer, is about getting results and changing people's lives for the better. Yeah, 100%. So what was, um, the, what was the hardest part of like, <clears throat> setting it up? Like, and what negative experiences did you face? What, what would you say was the hardest part, like, the most challenging part? I, just, I didn't know what was going to happen, so I had people like my parents, my family... My friends were like, Chris, we're like, what are you doing? Like, why, are you, why are you sitting up in your garage? Go work at a club where you could be earning like X amount, mm. like have a salary. So I had a lot of negative, but people kind of didn't really get what I, what, what I wanted to do. You just had to kind of block that yeah, out. Yeah, I blocked it out. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? This is what I want to do. I want, I want to create my own freedom. I want, I want my own business. The goal for me is to build a brand and a community yeah. and uh, live life on my own terms. And that's why I wanted to set up my own business. And that's why I started from my garage. And then, um, so that's probably my biggest obstacle. And obviously, at the start, is money as well. So yeah. I put my money into it. So I came up from travelling, like didn't really have that much money. I, just, I thought, you know what? Let me just see what happens. Put it all into my business, into a business. If it fails, it fails. You know, like you, you don't know until you try. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so it's almost like you go all in. Or yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's it. Like thirty five, you don't want to think. Yeah, what if, you exactly. Know. So yeah. I came back from travelling. I was still young. I mean, I was like, was it twenty three? And therefore, John, I'm going to start my business and just see what happens, you know? That's good. Um, so, when you, yeah. when you talk about you wanted to go down the route of athletes, yeah. bring us nicely on to <coughs> who you're working with at the moment, yeah. who's Rio Ferdinand. Yeah. So, obviously, he's going into the boxing world yeah. soon. How did you first come into contact with Rio? Was it like anything to do with QPR? Did you contact yeah, yeah. him? So, the way, the way it happened is obviously, I've worked at QPR first team, um, so I made some contacts through there. However, I didn't really stay in touch with many of them afterwards. So obviously I went travelling and then set up my own thing, my garage and everything. Um, but when I was doing my fitness modelling competition, so my first competition was at Miami Pro, yeah. I just bumped, uh, Bobby Zamora was there and I bumped into him backstage because I think his his uh, best friend's girlfriend was competing as well at right. the same time. Because he's another of your clients, Bobby Zamora. Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. So he was probably one of my first high-profile name client yeah. uh, under the ADC books. 
But yeah, I competed and then I went backstage, I just bumped into him. I was like, oh, Bob, what are you doing here? Kind of thing. He goes, I am just watching my um, my boyfriend, uh, not my boyfriend, <laughs> <laughs> my, uh, uh, my mate's girlfriend's, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, my mate's girlfriend compete. And I was like, okay. Like, what are you doing? You, you still you still playing football? He goes, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be retiring soon, so I might need a trainer. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I'll get in contact with you. We weren't in contact before that, so we exchanged numbers and stuff. Didn't really think anything of it, and then. Did you Did you tell him that you were a personal trainer? Yeah, I said to him, like, like, I've set up my own business. Um, like, I'm a personal trainer, so I said, if you need any help with anything, let me know, kind yeah, of man. thing. Yeah. He took my Instagram. Uh, I took his as well, and we weren't really following each other when we was at QPR. But then, because we had that connection through QPR. Two, three days later, he messaged me on Instagram, DM'd me and was like, hey, Chris, I'm looking for a trainer now. Uh, can you help me out? And then, yeah, just called like called him up. That just shows you how <coughs> you putting yourself in that competition. Yeah, if yeah. you didn't train for that competition, yeah. you probably wouldn't have come across him. Yeah, no, exactly, yeah. Had him as a it's also having, the, yeah. having like, the, the balls to actually chat to Zamora and say to him, this, yeah, yeah. Like, this is what I do. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. If you, if you need help, just let me know. Yeah, some, exactly, Some yeah. people might struggle to... 100% yeah. Him for a yeah, yeah. It's, it's, let alone start networking with yeah, yeah. it's just I think for me it's just, it's just asking questions and seeing how they're doing and yeah, like, yeah. for me I was just like hey, how you doing and he goes hey he's retiring soon and I was like if you need any help anything, let me know kind of thing he goes yeah and I might, I might do that and oh, I didn't have a friendly approach kind yeah of exactly and I, I never thought anything of it mm. and then two days later he just messaged me on Instagram I was like yeah look Chris I'm, I want a personal trainer I'll let sit down and talk and I've been training him for like nearly a year and a half now, um, and he's, he's he's achieved amazing results as well. So is he just is he just doing it from uh, just like personal reasons? As in just um, he just, just to, get to stay in, yeah to stay yeah. in shape. So his goals are a little bit different now. It's not performance based because he's yeah. retired, so it's more as as So the way he looks, yeah, um, and just healthy and stuff like that. He wants to stay fit and healthy. So yeah, that's the um, that's that's the introduction as well. So and then what happened with Bobby? I got him amazing results and everything. And then um, Rio. Basically looked at saw, saw Bobby. I think they was on a, they were on a cruise together and said, like, what, "What's happened wow. to you? You're in that great shape, kind of thing." And he's then uh, Bobby mentioned that to Rio. He's like, "Yeah, look, I've got Chris. He does training, nutrition." Uh, Rio's like, "I got, I got, I got a um, personal trainer, but I haven't got anyone that does all my nutrition." Oh, right. um, so Bobby said to me, "Oh yeah, I've given your number to Rio." And obviously, okay. I, obviously, I'm a massive Man United fan as well. Yeah. And and when I was playing back in the day, I was a centre back as well, yeah, so I looked yeah. up to him. He's like an idol to me. Amazing. Um, but I didn't think he was, I didn't think anything of it. And then, like two, three days later, or maybe four, I don't even know. But four days later, let's say, I got a phone call, and they go, oh, I go, "Hello, who's this?" And he goes, oh, it's Rio." And I was like, oh, "Rio, who?" He goes, "Rio Ferdinand." <laughs> and, and I was like, "I was like, I was, I was playing, I was just trying to play it cool." I was like, "Oh, how's it going? You right? Yeah, Bobby uh, mentioned you, but inside I was like, I can't believe I'm talking oh. to Rio." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Shaking, yeah, yeah. Unexpected, yeah. unexpected call. Yeah, exactly. And he goes, yeah, no, um, I see you doing good things with Bobby and that, with nutrition. Like, I've got a trainer, but I need help with my nutrition. So I said, yeah, come in for consultation. Let's get a DEXA scan done. So let's do a body composition scan. Go, we'll meet at Middlesex University. And the funny thing is, is like he, he travelled alone um, to Hendon Station. And I picked him up in my smart car to no take way. him to Middlesex Uni. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then we just, yeah, and that, then we just got chatting and stuff. And then just his goals was to get leaner, put on some muscle mass as well. Mm. 
Um, and then we got him into amazing shape. I'm sure you've seen all the pictures and stuff yeah, like yeah. over like social media. And that he's like he looked he's in the best shape of his life, even yeah. better better shape than yeah, when he was he, playing. I think he posted saying if I was in this shape when I was playing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. So Which is um, interesting because like, at yeah. that level as well, you yeah. expect him to be like that. But yeah, exactly. They never had that. They never planning. had that individualized yeah, nutrition, yeah, yeah. and um, whereas now he had that individual in, individualized nutrition plan in place. So um, yeah, and then. And then a few months ago, like his goals changed completely, and he goes to me, "Yeah, I, um, yeah, Chris Betfair approached me, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna be do like a boxing, like like career kind of thing, and see see how that goes." So he wants to do one fight, or um, I think he wants to do maybe a few fights. He just wants to challenge himself, see see how far he can get with it. So um, why boxing? Like there's a lot of safer. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. Sports, I think right? he just he needs a new challenge. You know when like he misses that like rush. Bit yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. When he used to play football, yeah. yeah. When when you're training and it's just full of maybe aesthetics and stuff, it's just like you haven't really got a real. When you're an athlete, you've I'm got a like competition. Yeah, competition. That's yeah. what people. That's what athletes crave is that competition yeah. and stuff like that. Um, and I think he just it's a mental thing for him as well to have that discipline. Can he actually do it? Like go from um, one sport to another sport. You know so. He obviously had that, um, obviously the horrible stuff with his wife as well. Which yeah. Is, so like having that mm. motivation as well. For yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like just his family. Yeah, no, definitely 100%. So. That's amazing. Um, so yeah. who would you say you'd love to work with next? Like, give him a shout out and let's try and, let's try and make it happen. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in terrible shape. Uh, yeah. like, you never know. Like, exactly, listen, yeah. Well, we thought Rio was in good shape. Yeah, like, listen, it. five years ago, you yeah. probably wouldn't be... Thinking you're going to be training Rio no, exactly, no. in his house. When I, when I started in my garage, I was like, there's no way I'm going to be training like Bobby Zamora, Rio Fernandez. Yeah, yeah, like high profile Andy, Andy Chali, you know. <laughs> so, but, yeah, um, you never know. But, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, you never know, man. And, you know, Ronaldo, he's into like his, his looks and stuff like that. And, like, he, oh, you yeah. know, when he retires, you never know, you might want to take it to that next level, you know. So, Mate, that's the Rio's, Rio's uh, got that connection, yeah, so true. let's make like, it happen, Rio. Yeah, well, that's how it happened with Zamora, so it's always exactly. like, Rio can have a chat with Yeah, yeah, that's so. it. Yeah, so, Rio, if you're listening. <laughs> We'll try, yeah. get, we'll try and get him on the show, yeah? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I'll try and get him on the show. Yeah, and yeah. Bobby as well, if you want. <laughs> yeah, get him on. So, with ADC, obviously it's like your baby and it's kind yeah. of started. Well, obviously you've built it in the last two years to pretty like impressive heights. Yeah. What's, what do you think the future is for ADC? Is there any like, <clears> other avenues you want to explore? Do you want to carry on doing what you're doing? Yeah, so the, the goal for me is to have a team of trainers um, and then possibly multiple facilities around London, around the UK. Because um, the brand is getting is getting bigger now. A lot of people are, are know, it, not know it now. So just by the results we're getting and obviously working with the likes of Rio, Bobby. Yeah. Um, now obviously I'm, working with, I'm going to be working with Rio's uh, girlfriend, Kate, right now as well. So I'm getting a lot of high-profile names. Yeah. On, like under my book so the goal now really is just to build a community for us it's, um, it's not just about coming up turning up to the session get doing a training session there's more, more than that we do like, we do like socials yeah, yeah, we do yeah. loads of stuff like that so it's a community so everyone loves being part of it so we get we all get amazing results and it's such a positive community everyone wants to be around each other and stuff and yeah. um, like we all go out together we have like a good time like we're doing Tough Mudder um, this year we've done it last year as well um, really and yeah for me it's just building a team of trainers that kind of see the vision and want to be part of it and you know um, I don't think there's anything better than changing someone's life for the better and I think that's the most one of the most rewarding jobs you can have yeah. being a personal trainer so Do you, just um, build a team that can kind of replicate what like my, my ethos and that really yeah because yeah, obviously we, t- we spoke a lot about <clears> the, um, the celebs that you train yeah obviously you've got 
hundreds of like just just yeah, exactly. So it's not it's not healthy. just it's not just your high profile no, celebs, you know. So they're just they're the, they're the few, I suppose. Yeah. They're like the five ten percent. Yeah. But the majority are like the general public. So um, yeah, and we get do you, find that, do you find that more rewarding? Do you think when you when you get someone who's kind of just <clears throat> maybe isn't isn't in very good shape, yeah. and then like two months down the line they're just just healthy up stronger. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it like obviously obviously yeah, body compositions are going to be like amazing. But yeah. the, the most important thing for me. Um, and the most rewarding part is like they change their lives in terms in terms of their confidence, like yeah. you said. So, yeah. like there's people that they start training with us and then they, like they can't they don't even want to walk outside because they're like they're just not happy with the way yeah. they look. Mm-hmm. But now they're like they're, they're happy to go outside. Like we had one of our clients that seen uh, John John Vasiliu. He first started. He was like no, no confidence whatsoever. Um, like he didn't want to bleed. He was like he was covered up and stuff. Yeah. And then we lost, uh, I think it was 20 kilos of body fat, got him, got him really lean and he had his abs out and stuff. And then in his, in his last few sessions, like he, was, he was training with his top off and stuff because he went just because like, his confidence was through the roof. We went Nando's afterwards to celebrate and like he was just like so so pleased that he had abs and stuff. Like he was sitting in Nando's with his abs out. Just yeah. like, but that's, but yeah, it's that's yeah, exactly. That's it's not like, easy, man. Like you, even though you, you want to train, you have to actually... From like white experience, yeah, yeah. Like, you have that plan, you got to stick to it. Yeah, and definitely. You're yeah. not going to get results. Hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. I mean, with with your plan, your plan was obviously only had eight weeks, so it was quite yeah, yeah. like an aggressive, rapid tense, plan. Yeah, yeah. But what we promote is more of a sustainable. So we want something that's gradual, something where you can get results like gradually, but you can sustain it for a lifetime. Yeah. So like the quick results are great, but it's going to be hard hard to sustain it. Yeah. So that's why we don't want to promote any restrictive diets or anything like that. Yeah, sure. Um, and we want to we want to fit like the nutrition and everything like into your lifestyle, and that way it's more sustainable long term. So uh, how do you how do you find like I mean you're 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 a very busy man <clears throat> mm. you know, with all your your clients and stuff. How would you say your personal fitness has been affected at all, or your diet? You know, do you do you reach for those quick snacks <clears throat> in a rush because you've got clients back to back, or do you still find time to fit in your training and? You know, I know you've done that competition. Yeah. So you, um, you got your two pro modeling cards as well. Yeah. In 2016. Um, so it's so two. It's two different stages. I mean, when I was doing my fit my fitness modeling competition, um, that kind of took over because when you're doing that, like I was doing cardio in the morning, I was doing weights in the afternoon. The diet was so restrictive. Was a restrictive diet that I was on. Um, I had no energy, so like I, I was I was struggling to like t- train clients and stuff. I got my body fat percentage down to four percent. Which isn't healthy. You need body fat to live, you know. So, yeah, sure. like the business in itself, I, I, I felt like took like a back burner because my my main focus was on that. Yeah. But I wanted to push myself and just you know get get through that get through that period, which was a tough period. Yeah. And it and it did create more exposure for me. So when yeah. I got the obviously I got the pro card with Pure Elite. Um, I got loads of like photographs done with these top like fitness photographers. So um, what was your what? So obviously it's difficult to get yeah. into that shape. What yeah. was your reason? Did you want to kind of just challenge yourself? Um, when I started ADC, I was like, I need some, I need some exposure. No one, no one really knows about me. No one really knows about ADC. So I was like, what, like, what can I do? Uh, I've always been into training myself. I've always trained myself, and like, uh, and I thought, I thought, you know what? Let me just see what happens. Let me do. Let me set, let me go go for a competition and see what happens. And I thought, you know, what? let me just go all in at it and see what. And then yeah, and trained. I think it was about sixteen to twenty weeks. The prep, the whole prep period. Um, it was one of the hardest things I've ever had to do physically, mentally, socially. Like, I didn't have a social life. I couldn't I couldn't drink alcohol. So what made you stay so focused for those twenty weeks? I was just it was just all or nothing. It was just like I'm had I'm committing. Yeah, I'm committing to this. Um, 
and I was just always looking at the bigger picture. I was like, why am I doing this? I'm doing it for business. I'm doing it for more exposure. I'm not doing it for like vanity or anything like that. It might, it might look like that, but I thought, you know what, um, it's more exposure. And then what happened when after the competitions, obviously I got my pro card with Pure Elite, and then I managed to get a sponsorship with um, my protein yeah, as well. Yeah. So that's obviously helped because of the, the competitions yeah. and stuff. Um, so it's helped your business take a step forward? 100%, yeah, definitely has. I mean, obviously at the time, all my focus was going into training, and I was still focused on my business, but it was mainly on my training. But yeah. now... Most of my focus is on my business now, so um, I do snack and stuff. Like my my nutrition isn't on point like it was when I was doing my competition, but like, now it's more of a sustainable. Yeah. Like I'm I'm still in good shape. Because you you um, both, good thing about what you do is like you promote being able to have like a, a fitness a certain fitness level, but fitting it into yeah an actual um, social life. Yeah, exactly. As yeah, to all these like restrictive That's, diets. Yeah, so basically, when I went when I went through my competition, it was very restrictive. Um, so I had very low fats in my diet. So yeah. um, it was really restrictive, and I didn't want I didn't want to do that again. I was like, why why would I want to put myself through that? Like, I don't like it's not healthy. No. It's not sustainable. So I was like, let no. me. Yeah. Let me come up with an approach which is sustainable and show people, you know, it doesn't have to be like that. If I want to go out and have some alcohol, you can you can still go out and have some alcohol and still like get results. Yeah, sure. If I still want to have if I want to have a chocolate bar, then I can have a chocolate yeah. bar and still get results, you know. Yeah. So that's why that's when I created this lean lifestyle uh, method, and this I started this last year. I just wanted to test it out myself, and it worked. So I think that's what's kind of very attractive <coughs> for your yeah that draws a lot of people. Hundred percent, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people don't want to just have a, a you know a six week plan or a, no life basically. yeah four month plan yeah, yeah exactly amazing shape yeah. and then you know they think well I can get in really good shape for my summer holiday and when I come back what's going to happen exactly yeah Christmas? and that's what most people I say ninety percent of people do that they yeah. they've got a holiday they diet down for a holiday and then once they finish their holiday they kind of just like yes. binge and then yeah, go back to their old ways so you mm-hmm. want something that's sustainable. Um, so it's for me it's about working out your calories so as long as you know your calories your protein fats carbs you can be flexible with your food sources so we recommend 8% whole like unprocessed foods right. and then 20% you can be a bit more flexible so if you if you want to have a biscuit if you want to have chocolate if you want to have crisps or whatever it is like everyone has their like guilty pleasures Cravings, yeah. exactly so you, you can still have that as long as it's within your calories mm. and then you find that that's sustainable you don't end up binging on that and that's how we get sustainable results yeah. using this lean lifestyle program that we've developed at ADC now. So what would so. you so what would you say would be the best exercise that our listeners <clears throat> can do from home that you think that would get good results like on a flexible you know, say targeting mums who have just had a baby who kind of wanna like tone up a little bit and they yeah. can do it from home, don't right. necessarily have to stick to anything like regimented just what would you say that would be the one best exercise I wouldn't, for someone to get home it's a tough question I wouldn't say there is a best exercise I think the work, you've got to look at the bigger picture like if, if their goal is fat loss the most important thing is they need to be in a calorie deficit meaning that they need to be burning more calories than they're consuming because no. um, they could be doing all the exercises in the world but if they're still eating more calories than they're burning they're not going to be reducing body fat yeah. so um, yeah, number one, they've got to be in the calorie deficit. Um, if they've got no like gym equipment and stuff, then at home, then I'd go for like full body exercises and stuff like that 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 burn the most calories. So your squats, your lunges, your presses, like your press ups, uh, planks. So exercises that that works multiple joints, multiple muscles, uh, all in one go. 
but also it's about your daily activity as well. So it's not just about doing those exercises and just sitting down all day doing nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So like we recommend minimum like ten thousand steps a day. So at least you're active and you're burning calories. So it's not it's it's not just one exercise. So staying active like yeah. active yeah, lifestyle. Yeah, it's, it's feeding into your lifestyle exactly. Yeah, being active. Um, obviously, the best the best way to get results are, is strength training. In terms of if you're looking for body composition body composition results, so building muscle, reducing body fat, then weight training, resistance training is the best way to get results. Yeah, um, I think the what people forget as well is they think if you go, they go to gym every day, they yeah. spend an hour in the gym. And they'll come home and they'll have just whatever for dinner. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's basically lost what they've done that, in the gym. Yeah. And because you promote, obviously, nutrition a lot. Yeah. yeah. Probably 50-50 with weight training or cardio training. Mm. So do you think that's, do you see that as like a, a problem people have in terms of nutrition? Like, even though they're working out, yeah. the nutrition Because people can go to the gym and be dedicated to go to the gym. But I think a lot of people struggle with their diet. 100%, yeah. It's probably harder, I think. You, I see loads of people, they train maybe four, five, six times a week. If you're training four, five, six times a week, you should be getting the best results. But they don't because their nutrition isn't on point. Mm-hmm. That's what happened to Rio. Um, going back to Rio, yeah. he was training four, five, six times a week. But he never really saw that many changes in his body because he never had a nutrition plan in place. Yeah. Yeah. As soon as we put a nutrition plan in place, his, his results were went through the roof. So how do you get to... How do you find out, you know, your... Um, Calories. So, how would you find out? How would I find out yeah. my if I'm in calorie deficit? Or yeah, there's different formulas you can use. So, one of the most popular ones is called the Harris Benedict uh, formula. But there's a lot. There's, I mean, if, even if you go on Google and you're just searching, um, um, what's it, calorie calculator or whatever it is, there's loads of different ones out there. But Harris Benedict is one. Uh, one called Miffin Saint Joa, which is a, is another one that we use. Um, so there's a there's formulas out there that right. you can use, but it's based on your activity levels, based on your weight. Some are based on your height, right. and it calculates it. So there's a formula you use, and then from that, once you've worked out your calories, then you work out your proteins, your fats, and your carbs. So there should be a minimum amount of protein you should be having, a minimum amount of fats you should be having, and then carbs should be worked around that as well. So, so you definitely wouldn't recommend cutting out carbs. No, nah. that's something another like a yeah, that's another one. So like, like um, so that's uh, like paleo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so not paleo. Um, what's that one called? Keto. Sorry. Right. Paleo is a caveman diet. Keto is um, basically fifty grams or less of carbs. So function with yeah, yeah. So that. with that, so what if people go on a keto diet, they're going to get amazing results because what they're doing is they're cutting out a food group completely. Yeah. So when you cut out a food group completely, that automatically puts you into a calorie deficit. Sure. So you're and so that basically. They cut out food group, put you into calorie deficit. Yeah, you're gonna lose weight. However, because you cut out carbs, and carbs are like quite the nice foods, and everyone loves carbs, mm-hmm. they'll end up craving it. So maybe like eight weeks down the line, they're like, I want oats, I want some bread, I want some potatoes, whatever it is. Yeah. And once they taste it, they're gonna want more and more and more, and they start binging. That's why it's not sustainable. Yeah. So the best way to do it is work out your calories using those formulas I said before. Have a have a, a balanced amount of protein, carbs, and fats. And then that way you're not cutting anything out from your diet and then you can make it sustainable. You still be in that calorie deficit, but you can make it sustainable yeah. by having all the foods you want. What would you what would you say about uh, the vegan diet? Because I follow yeah. personally a plant-based diet. Yeah, yeah. And I've noticed with, uh, so obviously <coughs> I do my triathlons. Um, so I'm doing like a lot of endurance training, a lot of endurance racing. Yeah. But I've noticed um, I'm a lot more uh, yeah. energetic. A lot, I can... 
I could go for longer yeah, yeah. rather than when I was eating uh, a lot of animal-based products. Yeah, yeah. I've, yeah I mean, like, I've, I've never tried it myself. I'd, I'd like to try it, actually. Um, I might try it at some point. But I know that there are, there is research coming out that shows that like meat and stuff like that is um, contributes to cancer and anything like that mm-hmm. and makes you feel sluggish. So uh, the one thing I would say about the vegan diet is it's obviously going to be very difficult to hit your protein intake so that you need to find sources other than meat and yeah. like dairy and stuff like that to hit your protein sources. So like what would you use to hit like to so, hit your protein? Do you, obviously it's your tofu and things yeah, like that, and right? Yeah, stuff like that, your lentils and stuff like that. But I think yeah. there's a big myth that is created marketing-wise by yeah. these big protein companies yeah. to say you need X amount. But uh, when you actually do eat meat, yeah. the, only thi- the only thing that produces meat is, is plants. Mm. Uh, it, sorry, the only thing that produces pro- uh, protein is plants. Mm. So yeah. the reason why you're eating a cow to get protein is because that, pro- that cow is then eating grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so you're eating the protein that the cow has eaten from the grass. So... It's kind of like you're eating something that is already in the, the protein, yeah, yeah. so it's not at the source. Yeah, right? I get that, yeah. So if you eat the protein at the source, mm. eating the, the greens, yeah. your leafy greens, your your you know your vegetables, yeah. I, I so. feel like I can get enough because I'm training for, I don't know, I can go for two, three hours at a time. Yeah. And then I don't necessarily need a pro- protein yeah. shake or a massive steak mm. to feel like my body is recharged to go again the next day. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Pro, the main source of protein is obviously for um, muscle growth and repair and stuff like that. Mm. So, in terms of energy, you're going to get that mainly through your fats and your carbs because yeah. they're energy sources. Um, but what I would recommend is like, especially people that go on like fat loss diets, they do need an adequate amount of protein. They don't have to be super high, but yeah. they need an adequate amount of protein to maintain muscle. If they don't have an adequate amount of protein in the diet, then when they go on a fat loss plan or a weight loss plan, they end up losing weight rather than fat. Yeah, meaning right, that yeah. they're going to lose muscle and fat at the same time rather than just fat yeah. so a lot of these diets say for, for example um, low calorie diets like people go on cal- uh, diets at like 500 calories a day or these, these shake diets where they're not even eating they're not having enough protein in their diet and yeah. they're not even having enough calories in their diet so what's happening they're losing loads of weight um, but the, most of that weight is from muscle, muscle water and fat as well mm-hmm. so we don't want to promote weight loss we want to promote fat loss yeah. where you maintain your muscles so yeah, do you know how much protein you get a day like roughly uh, I'll be honest I don't really uh, yeah. count my count, yeah, yeah. I just tend to eat um, yeah. as and when I think it's quite yeah, a new okay. it's, it's, I think and do you feel like you've maintained your muscle mass like without um, yeah I mean I, I'm, you, I've always been quite yeah. um, you know <coughs> strong and like yeah. you know, stocky or whatever um, I have lost a lot of body fat and yeah. like I, I haven't trained abs for I don't know probably last time we trained together I think yeah. three, you, you, you do the same amount of like cardio yeah right? I do a lot of cardio, cardio, cardio yeah. swimming running yeah. cycling yeah. Um, so uh, swimming is really good for like yeah. you know your core and stuff, yeah. so, but I've never done I don't do planks I don't do sit ups yeah. I've noticed <clears> that my abs are still there yeah yeah um, I'm not saying I'm like shredded as you or whatever mm. but yeah yeah um, I, I find that my <laughs> endurance is really strong I don't think I've ever been mm. as fit as I am yeah, now. I, really I think this conversation is um, it's quite big at the moment in terms mm. of like vegan vegan yeah, yeah, it's, it's massive yeah. based plant there's a lot of anti-vegans um, yeah. and there's people that are just so into their vegans exactly, like that. Yeah, but I mean so it's just I think it's just about learning everything and yeah. just, um, I just think it's having pretty, an open mind about yeah. everything so that's why I'm I'm willing to even try it myself like obviously being being Greek and I want to um, Greek Easter's coming up so I might yeah. might do the fast you know and um, 
see how you feel. Cut out, the, um, yeah, cut out the, the meat and the dairy and stuff and just see, just see how it goes. Yeah. Experiment on my body because why not? Like, yeah. I've done the other diets, I've done yeah, it, yeah. so why not try this one? Try it, yeah. so, I just think it's whatever, whatever suits the individual yeah, person, like lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's going back to yeah. what you said earlier about sustainability. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't give it up if you really, really fancy yourself. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I don't think I'll ever be able to give up meat because yeah. I just I, I love meat too much. Yeah, you, you can know? cut down a bit yeah, if you really want exactly. to. Yeah, um, but like I'm not, I'm not one to like start judging other people and yeah, stuff. No. But like some people are like that, especially yeah, in the fitness sure. industry. They're like, okay, he's vegan. Like I'm going to take the piss out of him. But like it's just like so narrow-minded kind yeah, of thing. Definitely. It's like mm. um, yeah, all well, like these um, yeah, you know, juiced up geezers in the gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can't wait to get home and exactly <laughs> tuck into it. Yeah. So Chris, with um, yeah, when you look back over like the last, well, I guess three to four years, <clears throat> do you think there's anything you'd change do differently or do you not look back or do you kind of not try to have any regrets and you just kind of just focused on going forward um mate, there's there's loads of ups and downs you know you just you just keep learning to i just never stop learning i think also in business you've got to take your emotions out of it as well at, at, at times as well so i won't go into too much detail but i mean in like when, when you when you've got your own business there's there's staff underneath you as well yeah um and i feel like Managing the staff's key mm. and keeping them happy and stuff like that. Just the responsibility. But also, yeah, yeah. Also, you've got to make sure that you, you remember you're running the business and the people that are working for you. And they're not obviously you're, you're friends with them. Yeah. But you're running the business and sure. so you've got you've got to keep it professional at, at, at all times if you can. Yeah. Um, but I think everyone stops, um, struggles with staff. Like you can go yeah, yeah. from any. Oh, hundred percent. Yeah. Beautiful small businesses, yeah. I'm talking about multi billion pound industries. Yeah. Even yeah. now, they're struggling yeah. with stuff. Yeah, work, definitely. Working for a, like a, a larger company, because I, I work in a natural company, yeah. I reckon most companies come, their success comes from the culture of the company and basically how they treat their people. Exactly, yeah. If your people are treated well and they're decent at what they do, yeah. then I think you're going to go 100%. You can, you can yeah. maintain a team for yeah, like, that's a long it. period. For, for me, for me, I want to I want to sort out all my trainers, all my staff as much as I can. So like I do, I do loads of things. We do like, like I said, we do socials. Like I'll take yeah. them out for dinner, wherever it is, you know. Um, if they've got a holiday, maybe might might sort a holiday. It depends. Yeah, you know? yeah, There's yeah. loads of different things I try and help them out with. Um, even though short term I might be out of pocket, but long term, hopefully they're gonna be with me and we're gonna well, yeah. build a brand and community together and they stay happy and motivated, yeah. you know. So that bigger picture, which is what <clears> you yeah. did when you. You, you took kind of when you did the pro fitness stuff. Yeah, that was just bigger picture. Bigger exactly. Picture. Yeah, and that's you, it. You're so kind of going that way again. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. It's always looking at the bigger picture, you know. So, so what? So, so by looking at the, at the bigger picture. Yeah. What would What would you say are your your personal goals and dreams? Like what What would you say uh, in say ten years time? You can look back and say this This was my dream, and I've actually accomplished it. It's, it's a tough one, man. It's um, I'd say. Like personally so, and business as well. I'm not yeah, yeah. just about the business. Is anything? So business is obviously the the dream is to have my own facility. That's like a big facility, and it's an ADC community. And then from there, open up m- multiple f- facilities. So maybe franchise it out and stuff like that. Right, and okay. then hopefully like kind of take over like the UK if possible. But that's that's a dream. Yeah. Um, can make it happen personally. What are you working towards? Yeah, personally. Personally, just I just just being happy and just um, I think freedom as well. Like I said, going back to traveling, I just love that freedom. Yeah. 
Um, so obviously a personal goal is to have financial freedom. Sure. So um, not just relying on my business, I want to have multiple streams of income and stuff like that yeah. where I can be financially free. And, and obviously that's preparing for, like, for when I have a family and stuff like that. So that's, that's, um, that's everyone's goal. Exactly, free, exactly. Yeah. So you want you you want freedom because then you don't you don't want to be working to like when you're like 60, 70, 80 yeah. and you look back look, and then you'd be like, oh no, look, I've worked for All 60 years. And like now I'm like I'm old I can't even move wherever I like and I haven't really experienced can't life. You know? yeah. So for me travel is a massive thing. I want to travel as well. So yeah. obviously I want to build brand community and everything like that. So maybe possibly so take it to take it worldwide, you know, because and travel because there's so much more to see uh, yeah, than just yeah. being stuck in like uh, North London. Yeah, yeah. 100%. so because so just touching on because you spoke about brand a lot. Yeah. And obviously working brand myself. Yeah. So I said I'd be interested to know. It was brand or building a brand something that came natural to you or is it kind of a lot of reading a lot of researching um, and what do you what kind of steps you take especially on like social media we're really big on now yeah what do you think were like the main reasons why you've kind of grown that brand and grown the community so far um, it's a tough one that really I just I just wanted to set up a business and then I've got the I've got the name ADC Athletic Development Club and just wanted just to have so everyone, everyone that was part of ADC have a good experience and then just tell others about it. And then from that, it's just built from that. And also social media and stuff. Social media is big. So like, if you're looking to build a brand, everyone's like, most of people's attention on social media now. Yeah. So you've got to use social media. But you can't let social media take over your life because it can do. Yeah, so you've got to kind of, obviously know when you're working on social media, but then you've got to switch off as well because it's, there's a lot of people that let social media take over yeah. like their lives. Yeah. So like you might be in a room of people who 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 are big in branding and stuff like that, but then all they're doing is they're on their phone twenty four seven and they can't switch off from that. So yeah. I don't think that's healthy. I feel like you need to dedicate time to that and maybe I don't know schedule posts, whatever it is. You know. Um, I've, I heard, I heard uh, on a podcast <coughs> the other day someone saying. Uh, a lot of people get fixated with the amount of likes and followers they get on Instagram. Yeah. But at the end of the day, he was saying, at the end of the day, you can't go to the bank and say, listen, I want a mortgage because I've got 50,000 exactly, followers. Exactly, yeah, yeah. So at the end of the day, yeah. you might have a million followers, yeah. but are you getting paid? 100%. The the yeah, and, and that's what Instagram's like now. Everyone's chasing the likes. Because yeah. you know what it is, it's, um, if you, what's his name? What's that guy's name? Uh, Cynic Simon Simon Cynic yeah. Simon Cynic that's it he was saying so he's like seen that video yeah, you see that really nice uh, I think about a 10 minute video talking about, about social media and stuff so media. he goes um, so if you get loads of likes and comments and stuff like that it's, um, it gives you a, a rush of dopamine well yeah it's like, it's like is, uh, drugs and alcohol yeah, exactly. similar to that yeah, yeah. You, get kind of, you get the same dopamine effect when you yeah. get a like mm. or you get a follow so up so obviously it raises it raises your ego and then you want you want that rush what? of dopamine again so it's like an addiction so yeah. you're like okay I post I've got like 300, 400 likes whatever it is and then because you've got like loads of likes like you feel good about yourself yeah. and you like you, you chase that you want to do that again you want oh, I want to do another post like that and then it kind of like that's why you see all these Instagram models um, they just keep posting every day, just like yeah, wherever yeah. it is, like but just topless yeah. pictures or wherever it is, because they're they're chasing the likes and stuff. And they're, pho- they're photoshopped and a lot of the time. Exactly, yeah. They're trying, to, they're trying to show the perfect physique. That's not what people want to see. No, no. You want to see what the like, struggle of yeah, yeah. where you are to. No, hundred percent, yeah. And just just showing, yeah, exactly. Like I mean, just showing, just being real. I think as yeah, well. Definitely. A lot of people aren't real on social media, especially Instagram. They they, they post their best photos. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm guilty of it. I do, I do it at times as well. I do I, I post like. Uh, photos that are like 
obviously done by fitness photographers yeah. and stuff like that. But then I do post my normal ones as well. Exactly. Um, I done one recently showing like a flexed and unflexed one. So yeah, just that. to show you like, the, like that's me naturally, like just a normal person kind of thing. Yeah. But when you're flexing, you've got the filters on, you've got the light in, exactly. the tan. Can make it can make all the difference. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I think a good. Um, um, I think what you've done really well in terms of like social. I think you've, you've got on with the business side. So you did yeah. the pro fitness. You got into good shape to get customers. Yeah, yeah. So they, they know that or clients. So they know that my personal trainer actually knows what he's talking Definitely, about. Definitely, yeah. And he puts the work in himself. Yeah, yeah. And you've used Instagram as a tool to grow to that. Build that. Yeah, hundred percent. You haven't yeah. put all your eggs into Instagram. No, yeah. And had no substance to the business. Yeah, hundred percent. Kind of dealt with the business and then you've grown organically on Instagram, yeah, which is like definitely. what you've done really well. And I think yeah. that's how a lot of people need to start looking at. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and I think not just Instagram. I think Facebook's going to be big as well because with with the um, the targeted ads and stuff, you can target like. Yeah, you can get it down to. Yeah, exactly. So that's really good, and I think Facebook will be massive. Um, do, you it, Facebook, massive. do you use Facebook as well? Yeah, I use Facebook. Facebook. Yeah, but mainly for my ADC brand. Right. I haven't really got a personal one on there at the moment, but it's mainly for ADC. Just so when I do ads and stuff like that, I can I can basically target my audience. Yeah, exactly. So that's what that's what Facebook does, is really good at, and it links with Instagram as well. Um, yeah, Twitter. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't really use that much. I just link it to Twitter. Twitter. Yeah, but yeah. really, I don't. I don't personally use it that much. I, mean, so. I think yeah, depending on the business you're in, it, I think yeah, certain certain platforms are better for certain businesses. Yeah, yeah. So for yours, for yours, which is like heavily photo based. Yeah, definitely. Really yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So, so, so what would you say uh, for yourself would be the most valuable skill uh, like necessary to be successful? Like, what would you say the one thing that you would say would be the you need to have this to be successful? Um, would it be drive? Would it be like motivation? Or, you know, to work towards a goal? Yeah, a lot of people say like to have a vision. Yeah, like, they need the vision and they need to know the steps to take. Definitely, you need to. Otherwise, you need it's just to. An idea. Yeah, you need to visualize where you want to go with, with it. So you can't just like go. I'm gonna set up a business yeah. because you want to set up a business. You gotta have a why. So you need to know what your why is. Mm-hmm. Um, so once you know what your why is, then you just take every action to get to where you want to get to. Yeah. But also, what I'd say is, um, a lot of people just see the end result. Everyone wants to get to the end result, but people don't really focus on the journey. And I think that's where the most exciting part is actually the journey of building stuff. So like, I'm I'm nowhere near where I want to be yet because I'm I'm enjoying the journey, and I know there's plenty more years to get to where I want to get to. But I don't think I'll ever get to where I want. Like that peak is like once I get there, I'm probably going to want more. You know, so it's always it's always. I think for me, it's just enjoying the journey. I think the journey's um, work. Obviously, you got to work hard. Like I, I put in hours. I mean, I'm up early. I'm up yeah. five o'clock m- most days. Um, but I'm networking and stuff. I do, I do networking events. I do. Obviously, I'm, I'm, I've got my own clients. I, I train clients. I've got my staff that I've, I've got to deal with. Yeah. I've got to travel to people's houses. So it's non-stop. And then I've got to fit in time to do my marketing. I've got to do my emails, my admin, yeah. everything. So it's just, it's just like just work hard, but also. You got to know when to switch off as well. You got because otherwise you just go crazy. You yeah. can't just work twenty four seven. You got to be able to switch off. So just I think time management's key. So yeah. what I'm what I'm really good at is I plan my schedule. So uh, if I get out my Google calendars, you'll see that I've blocked time for everything. Yeah. So I'm just organised and um, yeah, yeah. I think that's I think that's made me um, well. I wouldn't say I'm successful, but like it's, it's got got to where I am now yeah. by being organised, planning my day. Planning my week, setting goals. So I've got like yearly goals, monthly goals. So being organised is yeah, key. yeah. But also you got to work hard. You got you got to drive. It's not going to happen. It's yeah. it's not going to happen just like that. And also create your own luck because 
you get yourself out there, you never know what like what can happen, you know. It's like even even little things were just like going going out to like an event or wherever it is because you don't know what that can lead to. Mm. Like I said, when I done my fitness model competition, I bumped into Bobby Zamora, and then that led to Bobby Zamora become a client, then Rio Ferdinand. And then definitely, definitely hopefully Cristiano Ronaldo, you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so. <clears throat> so what would you say is next for, for yourself and uh, your company, ADC? Um, next, keep building the brand, um, more trainers, multiple facilities, um, and just keep doing what we're doing, I think, and we'll be going at a good pace. We've got two, I've got two trainers at the moment. I'd like to get a into position where we've got maybe five, six, seven, eight trainers, like um, a big community where we can all do things together, I'll get amazing results. Um, but also, I've got other things in the pipeline as well. So, away from ADC, like things which I can't really reveal just yet, but I mean, it's going to be it's exciting. I can't really, stuff yeah, yeah. So, it's not, it's, it's, it's slightly away from ADC. Fitness related and stuff with the names I'm talking about. Yeah, but I can't really say too much just yet. No, that's all right. <laughs> well, Chris, thanks so much. Look out for. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah, we'll Watch your up. space. Yeah, we'll keep an eye on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Well, thanks for coming on, mate. No worries. Um, thanks for having me. Been a blast, and obviously, we wish you success yeah, yeah. with ADC and your own journey. Uh, and you, and you too as well. So, so guys, go and, me. That's all right, man. Go and check out uh, Chris's Instagram page at Chris Varnavas and his company ADC, which is at athletic development club and follow his progress he shares some amazing content some tips and connects with his followers at all levels so uh, be sure to check his page out he has some amazing discount codes um, so go and get, grab yourself some new bits thanks for listening guys we hope you enjoyed the episode we want to bring you closer to more amazing people like chris so help us spread the word by sharing with friends and following us on Instagram at The Curious Cousins, and also subscribe and rate the podcast on iTunes. Appreciate the support.